respect. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, I was trying to fix my all, all this this technical wizardry over here. I'm good. How you doing, man? I'm okay. I mean, today is the first snowfall of uh, of the winter season here in Toronto, and uh, it's snowing like a motherfucker yeah. <laughs> right now. It was immediately big sad, big sad mood. Yeah, I was excited yeah. because snow is actually like pretty endearing, and you're like, oh, it's so beautiful, and I'm like, and it's cold. Yeah. Uh, sad is a real thing and I feel like we joked about it growing up so much until we realized that the rest of Canada fucking feels sad as well. What does sad stand for again? Seasonal Yeah, seasonal affected Seasonal affective disorder That's what Depression Depression. Feeling sad about it being cold and low light and being yeah, Canadian. vitamin D, man. <laughs> vitamin D is a real thing that you need. Man, I don't know if it's placebo or not, but like I take vitamin D like it is. I was gonna say the vaccine, but that sounds like a touchy subject, so we're not gonna go, we're not gonna go there. Nah, right now. dude, I did, I take vitamin. I have like the spray, and I take it every day. Oh yeah, I did the droplets under the tongue for a long time, and uh, I'm on my vitamin C though. I take those chewable tablets that taste like those Flintstone pills. Taste like it's great. Fuck <laughs> yeah. Uh, I work out. I'm still trying to go for runs. I'm back in the boxing gym, which feels great. Uh, just getting a bunch of old dudes punching me in the head and <laughs> and the body and yelling at me and to keep my hands up. It's great. I love it though. That's and, hilarious. Uh, I drink lots of water. Uh, eating my vegetables. Soon, soon got, we'll, gotta prioritize we'll, the we'll know what uh, Athletic Greens does. Yeah, not that it's a sponsor of the podcast. It's <laughs> we just ordered a little trial and hopefully uh, we we figure out what it does to our bodies. Let's see if Joe Rogan's bullshitting us or not. <laughs> There's too many people. There's too many people that that uh, that like it. I so we'll, like we'll, athletic, we'll athletic come back. Greens is the uh, it's the Squarespace of podcasts. You know, <laughs> it's just in every single podcast. That and BetterHelp. It's in every single. That's true. While we're mentioning it, this broadcast is brought to you by. Us, two sad boys, talking about our feelings, talking about the creative world, talking about our process and uh, how we are navigating or going to navigate through this uh, this this darker season. Yeah, I am excited to enter. I'm a really big proponent of like getting really sad in the uh, in the winter time because it's like a harder time to make stuff because it's it's you you're dealing with so much more constraints. Uh, but I am actually really excited to see what therapy will do in my worst season uh, mm. of each year. I'm, I'm, I'm curious to see how that will affect me. Definitely, man. I, uh, I'm obviously, I'm a huge advocate for therapy. I've been seeing my same therapist for like f- almost four years now. And uh, it has honestly saved my life. So I'm excited for that journey for you. And I'm excited for anyone else who is... Um, willing to embark on that uh new chapter because it's it's new and it's great and it opens hopefully opens a lot of consciousness and understanding to yourself and how you operate and then that in hand will also help you with uh, how you operate day to day for sure especially this winter too yeah and it's just nice to talk to people when winter can feel so isolating at times yeah i think that definitely is like a big player in it do you have any trouble like being creative or like staying creative and making shit during these months oh dude absolutely i'm like i'm a sunset chaser we we (laughs) made like literal films called chasing sunsets before and like i've the most 
creative I feel is under the sun. Uh, it doesn't have to be warm, just like sunlight for so whatever reason is like nourishing to my creative stimuli. And I, uh, I rely on it. But however, I have something exciting to share with the audience we do have is that I am, I'm going to go full-time creator again. I'm going to take the dive and I'm going to jump into it uh, sometime in, I think February 1st is going to be the first day that marks me going full-time creator right in the thick of winter. Yeah, 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 yeah. And um, I'm, I'm excited for it too because I'm going to take that 40 hours that I invest in my other job and invest that into developing my skill set, developing uh, skills that I have been meaning to touch up on um, okay, like Photoshop and, <laughs> and After Effects. Take some courses, you know, Take get some that courses. Skillshare 60 days or whatever the yeah, free thing exactly. is. Exactly. Don't you have a, don't you have a Skillshare link I could use? <laughs> yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's, um, I'm really excited for that. So I think that's going to be a massive proponent towards how I combat this dark season because I am just genuinely excited to have that time and really dive into things that I want to do and actually have the time to without it drawing into the late hours of the day. Because there's too many times right now where like I'll work a full day, so whatever, nine hours, I'll come home, I'll edit a project that I have to finish, and then by the time that's done, it's like 10 p.m., I'm like, I don't want to learn anything new. I don't want to brush up on skills. I want to do what I know and what's comfortable. So, you know, come February where I'm fully self-sufficient, I'm just, uh, I'm going to dive into that stuff and I'm really pumped for it. So those constraints are actually, I'm hoping are going to be playing to my benefit actually, because it's going to force me to kind of just stay inside and, uh, True. and learn and absorb. So I'm excited for that. Yeah. I think a lot of, a lot of people push this, like the notion of like, you can have, I don't know, as many jobs as you want, but like you have to make time for yourself and usually say if you have a regular nine to five, like what I was trying to push myself to do was like before you go to work or after you you come home from work, like you're saying is like, that's your time. That's your time that you, they don't get to steal from you. And you mm -hmm. have to like be able to push out whatever your creative juices are like telling you to, that you need to do. And sometimes it's just like, sure. there's not enough energy way back in the day. You and me used to do like physical labor and like mm -hmm. th that will, will suck you dry in terms of like, you're just like, I literally, just want to lie down at the end of the day i've been i've been working for 12 hours doing like physical labor i can't sit you know and be creative and sit in front of photoshop mm -hmm. and like fiddle around not a chance it's Im so. it's impossible it is impossible and um but you know sometimes you have to do it i had to do it you know we when the pandemic first hit i was a boxing coach i was a bar manager all while being a freelance photographer filmmaker and when the pandemic hit, I lost all my sources of income. My bar shut down, the gym shut down. No one was hiring at the start for photo and video, like no one. So I felt that when I had the opportunity to get a job that was stable and that was um, going to pay me handsomely while I was, I felt like I was in the deficit of trying to earn my money back from those couple months that I wasn't working. I got really sucked into it and I, I had to learn how to balance both freelance and working a full-time job. And now I'm super grateful that I've, I put in that hard work all while freelancing. And now I'm in a position where I can do it now fully and like 
full force ahead and I'm fucking scared. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm so nervous. And, uh, but again, I'm just dealing with so much excitement at the same time. Yeah. That book you recommended to me, The War of Art, uh, I can't even tell you who the author is. I forget. But he talks a lot about resistance and it's this internal resistance that we feel that refrains us from fully committing ourselves into what we're passionate about and what we enjoy, what we want to make our money at and, you know, spend our day. And the resistance is very real and I feel it every single day. It, it's just time that I bet on myself, you know, it's just time that I uh, just do it. Just do it. Just do it. <laughs> Insert the Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> yeah. Just I heard he's canceled. I heard he's canceled it. though, so we can't do that. Oh yeah. Damn. Yeah. That's too bad. Yeah. I like that dude. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah. yeah, dude, hundred percent. That's exactly like. Uh, to a certain extent, I really do think that you need to struggle to to be able to like know mm. how to overcome and like work through it because a lot of being a freelancer and a lot of working for yourself is like struggle and like if you're doing it all without any motive and you're doing it out out of just like willy-nilly and be like yeah i think i can do it and you come into all these hardships you're not going to be able to push through what you need to and i think like Mm -hmm. you've put in the time and the effort up front to be like i don't give a shit about what happens like this is what i'm doing and it's Mm -hmm. the, the mindset of just like knowing that failure is part of the game you know yeah it's like you're not just looking for success of course that you're that's what you're striving for but it's like you have to realize that that's not always in the cards you know it's like yeah every month isn't going to be a fantastic month that's what working for yourself is yeah yeah that's true i think a a massive turning point for me was there's a couple things um we were just talking about it before we started this chat was um the question of what if success and failure didn't actually matter mm-hmm. and you just did things because you wanted to and you joined them and you worked hard for it. I find having that paradigm shift in my mind was something that I didn't have words for. People who succeed in the creative world are people who didn't just pick it up because they're trying to make money because there, yeah, there aren't a lot of money. There is not a lot of money in this world unless you have your connects and you've been working on it for a very long time and you do great work you know you can't just like pick it up and expect to be making six figures you have to work towards that very diligently but the people who do pop off are the ones that genuinely enjoy it and they just do it for either for not for failure or for success they do it for themselves and then people recognize how much they enjoy doing it and they want that person to tell their story and it just keeps going in a chain effect so that was a huge thing for me but i think another component of that is uh, is community community has been like a fucking massive component for why i'm doing this so i've been hanging out with different types of communities with people that are not even necessarily creatives they're in the fitness industry they're in the photo the video industry but they're just good people and my friend when i was kind of juggling this idea of leaving my shop and like going full-time creator. She said that once you let your community know that you're going to do this full-time, that community is going to work 10 times harder for you to blow up and pop off because they believe in you more than you believe in yourself sometimes. And when I heard that, I was like, Oh, holy shit. That's so cool. 
that is amazing that there are people out there that want you to succeed and will actually put their own skin in the game for you to succeed because you know it takes being a good person it takes having that community and like you no one will say that to you if you're a bad person though you know you have to like consciously be a good person and be an advocate and be involved and you know be there for people as well just like how you and i have been there for each other the entire time you know obviously since we were kids but even professionally you and i are always looking out for each other in our best interest you know yeah for sure um for somebody that's like you know maybe living in a smaller town they don't live in a big city they might not have a bigger big community but like the internet exists and like you can Mm -hmm. put your ideas and stuff out there and one of the biggest things is like doing exactly what you just said like committing to the idea of like this is what i'm gonna do and like externalize it and like verbally say it so it like cements it for yourself and other people yeah man i like community definitely exists beyond in person like you said the internet i you saying that made me think of um that reddit group that you're part of i I think you're part of some sort of reddit oh yeah uh, thread where it's like just a bunch of editors but their number one rule is that you're not allowed advertising your own videos and shit you're just like you share whatever you think is cool but you one time put your own video in this thread and whoever the head of the the reddit person was they're like uh you can't do that but because your shit is so dope it's cool good job like this is this is tight you know and like that community has showed up for you man like some of your videos have gone mini viral you know you're able to have a supplementary income on like selling off your assets your mogurts and stuff and that's all because you've cultivated a community through even reddit through your youtube channel quick plug instagram <laughs> the, quick, the creative ca is the quick plug to see all the yeah, assets yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um so yeah man it's community exists beyond the confines of your actual neighborhood and people in there like i met my community through running I, not through photo not through video i was running with people and they're like oh yeah i've seen your instagram you're a cool man you're a cool guy I'm yeah. like, some of those <laughs> some of those are the most important though because like they'll fill in the gaps that you may not have if you only talk mm. to people in your industry you might all have the same gap in you know uh inherently the big thing is like a lot of creative people aren't good at sales and a lot of creative people aren't good at business but if you only surround yourself with other people that are exactly like that you guys are all going to have that same hole so if you go outside your community and like you're saying you like meet all these different people and and exploring all these different like hobbies all your holes that you might not be you know 100 percent at are going to be filled with other people who'll be like oh yeah i like i know somebody who can do that for you or i know I, like you know what i mean true that that's ex- yeah exactly i couldn't have said it any better man so like that part is really exciting because it's just like when you open it up make it concrete for yourself and, and and let everybody else know hey this is my goal this is what i'm working towards and look the skill has to be there first the skill and the drive has to be they'll be there first because people aren't just going to put themselves out there you know like you're saying mm-hmm. you have to be a good person one first and foremost but also have the skill that people can see like oh shit this guy's actually good and that's mm-hmm. that all of that will like culminate into like okay i'm gonna put myself on the line to help this guy because he's a good person i trust in his work mm-hmm. and i i think it'll come back around type of thing exactly and like i i hate to i what i'm about to bring up does not i don't want it to come off as a negative thing it's just kind of the reality especially in toronto so penetrating the success in the creative world in toronto yeah, not penetrating. <laughs> 
it's it's different compared to like a city like LA it, like or New York. You can go to LA and just grind out and because of the dense popu- like population and how much work is out there, you're just going to end up finding work and finding a community. Same thing in New York. New York is the place you go to make shit happen as an actor. You know, like if you just grind out and make yourself known, you're eventually going to pop off. There's people there that help you because of how many people there are and how much work is situated in there. Right. The Toronto creative scene is starting to flourish like incredibly. Like it's, it's part because of Drake. It's part because of Raptors winning a championship title. True. It's True. because of the fashion shows that are coming to Toronto. Toronto is becoming a hub, you know, and it's people are starting to film TV series and movies in Toronto. So it's coming. Netflix just signed a massive multi-billion dollar deal to have a bunch of studios open up in our east in Toronto. And it's not only just going to be movie studios, it's going to be a creator lab um, and used for TV, etc. It's huge. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that was like last month, actually, they announced it. So it's coming. However, because it's still relatively small, there are, someone put it best to me about the, creative, the Toronto creative scene. They said that it has a glass ceiling. You can see the top. You can see the top of Mount Everest, Mount Olympus, whatever, but you can only get so high and there's that glass that's there that doesn't allow you to get there and you can see through it. And the people, there are people, there are gatekeepers that almost allow you or help you get past that glass wall. And that's not not necessarily a negative thing. It's just there are pioneers in the are Toronto those scene. Are like the celebrities? Like, is that what you're... I, I wouldn't even call it celebrities. Just like very well-connected people. People who have been doing photo and video for a very long time. Uh, like the people, people who've who made it. Mm-hmm. The pe- exactly the people connected with drake the people connected with the raptors the people who are connected with the high-end fashion brands in toronto and in the movie scene you know the tv scene there are people that are gatekeeping and they kind of as of right now because of how small the scene is they have to kind of let you in and the only way they're going to let you in is by being active you know putting out your work trying to be present being a good person and being trustworthy because these people these creators they're not better than you you know my work could be better than some of these gatekeepers but it's not being seen by them and it's all it takes sometimes is that one person to be like yo i really fuck with you not just your work but who you are i'm gonna take a chance i'm gonna take a risk and get you to come on with me and you can try it out and see how you work in this community and you know those are opportunities that happen like that i have a lot of friends that we're just in the right place at the right time and they got very well connected and now they're shooting for OVO. They're shooting for the Raptors. They're shooting for whatever, you know? And these are all friends too that like are just like runners or like they started at like a coffee shop or they're just like on the side, you know, they had these side things and now they're flourishing because they worked hard and they're just present and people trust them, you know, but it'll change over time. But as of right now, that's just kind of like the way it is. It is what it is. Yeah. I think a lot of people can relate to that for sure. Of like Mm -hmm. just seeing people in your community that have made it essentially. And you're just like, well, I don't know why they made it and I didn't make it. You know, Mm -hmm. there's, there's aspects like exactly what you're saying. Mm -hmm. You can compare yourself all you want for sure. And it could be endless. Fuck. We came from a small town that produced Sean Mendes. What the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) This guy's an A-list celebrity. And like we can be like, why why am I not performing in front of thousands of people? And then I'm like, oh wait, my voice isn't that good <laughs> compared to, you know. 
I didn't have TikTok. I didn't have, uh, no, not TikTok. I didn't have Vine at the time. Anyways, I'm going to digress. And all I'm going to say is that uh, (laughs) I just can't stress enough how important it is to be a good person and just show up, show up for yourself, show up for the community and uh, never say no to a conversation. And don't burn bridges that don't need to be burned as well. True. Yeah. True. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Always try to end off on a good note for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think don't expect more from anybody if you're not willing to do the work for sure. And I think one of the big things here is this like figure out the things that you want to do in terms of like the things that you can't not do. The things that you mm-hmm. really want to do that you're noticing, you know, you're nine to five and you're still wanting to do them afterwards. Maybe you don't have all the energy or maybe you're not even letting them steal your energy and you're literally staying up till midnight and you're fucking working on that shit. That's the Mm -hmm. stuff that like you need to follow. And I think all of this is kind of based around that of just like, who cares about failure? Failure is a part of this whole game. Just make sure that you are doing good and you're doing good by people and you're doing good by yourself and you're making work that you enjoy well said all right let's wrap this up here wee, wee, wee. yeah yo go follow go follow nolan because now this dude's fucking freelance out here. yeah i'm going give freelance him a, give him a follow. All the... give him a follow on tiktok facebook live reddit I don't tumblr TikTok. I, don't, I also deleted facebook um yeah, just follow me though. I'm yeah. gonna need all the love I can get. So uh, yeah, help 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 your man what's out. The, help what's your man the out. drop drop the Instagram, dude? N L N B E G L E Y. Nolan Begley, just without the vowels, because I was hip as shit when I made that <laughs> nice, username. Cool. Go give him some. Go give him some love and and, and tell him good luck on the on the journey. Mm-hmm. Um, well, all right. That's a wrap. Nice chatting you, bro. Yeah. Be See good. you later. Later.